Dude, I we the day that we get any paid sponsor is gonna be a great day <laughs> in history. <laughs> totally. Like even if like one free beer at your like, why we consider we sponsorship. I'll keep us going for another year. Hey, welcome to Time Out with Patty C. This is a new podcast where we talk about things that went through your mind when you were stuck in time out. Three, two, one. It's that time again. It's time out with Patty C. Little Matt Bolton intro in the background. Today's episode, Bugs. Uh, we'll expand that into the Beatles later on. But might not be so exciting for everybody, but I think we're going to get there. So we'll turn little Matt down and we're going to go around the room and, and introduce everybody. Face, say hello to the crowd. Hey guys, summer's here. Big Mike. Hey, everyone. Mikey D. Hey, hey, hey. Here we go. Bugs and the Beatles. First, we're going to start off with a little round robin. Start out with Mikey D. Would you rather eat a grasshopper covered in chocolate or a bunch of ants covered in chocolate? I'll do the grasshopper. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, A little crunchy? Sure. Good. A little more protein. Big Mike, you have a frog dipped in chocolate. Or whatever you're about to say. (laughs) The other thing. (laughs) B. (laughs) Or a a spider, not like a tarantula, but a little, and not a daddy long, like in between, and that's in chocolate. Furry or not furry? No furry. Yeah. And they're all in chocolate. I'll go with the, the, the non-furry spider in chocolate. Yeah. Perfect. Face up to you now. We're looking for a handful of bees in honey. <laughs> or alive or dead. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> Everything's dead. Okay. Hey, you didn't clarify. It's important. It's an important point. Of or <laughs> yellow jackets in a butterscotch mixture sauce. Hmm. I'm wondering if the the yellow jackets that might have a zing to them, like a heat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not good for me. But I think I might try the butterscotch yellow jackets. <laughs> sure. Now this round robin goes to the to out to anyone. You can just chime in. Would you rather see R stung by a whole bunch of mosquitoes <laughs> of his pictures sending us to you know from the island or pop a gig? Getting stung by mosquitoes. <laughs> I don't hmm. know if I'd wish that on anybody. <laughs> well, I, I, I was thinking I wish it on both of them. Since <laughs> yeah, they're there and we're here. <laughs> I have jealousy and disdain for both of them. Because they're, I, they're on a beautiful. I think I think it'd be more entertaining to see R because he is a runner. Gigs would just sit there and take it and just drink. <laughs> like R would be like more entertaining to, to, to watch being bit by anything. Sure. Running, running on the beach. That's got Good it. Answer. So episodes, Bugs and Beatles. We thought we'd start with some bugs and then go right into our music uh, selection. And the Beatles are that's a bug. First question, what bug annoys you the most? I'll go first. It's the horsefly on the beach when you're just lying there and you're like just about to fall asleep. or And then it just lands on your foot and it just stings you. And it takes a lot, a lot. To kill those things, they're super fast. They're like superheroes. Yeah, or something. they suck. 
They're awful. Big Mike, what's your most annoying bug? Yeah, so I guess it was about eight or nine years ago. I was on my back porch, <clears throat> which was like a screened-in porch, but we took the door off because the dogs were running in and out. And in flew what I learned uh, was a cicada killer wasp. Oh. And I don't know if you're familiar with cicada killer wasps, but they're... <laughs> Big ones? You know, yeah. if, you, if you stick your pinky out, uh, it's about the size of your pinky. Nice. Um, and so, I mean, you can hear it when it flies. It looks like a freaking pterodactyl, right? <laughs> like a blimp. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like it's something, it's something horrible. And I thought that maybe I had discovered something, like a new species. Of, <laughs> of, so, like any scientist... I took Windex, and once it landed, I just sprayed the hell out of it with Windex. Um, scientist. <laughs> did that work? <laughs> it killed it. It did. And then I called Lafayette uh, University or Lafayette College, and I was like, hey. I, uh, I like, emailed the, the entomology department. I was like, I think I've discovered something. You know, I think I'm onto this new species. And they were like, slow your roll, Mike. Uh, that's just a cicada killer wasp. So they're huge. They're actually – they're. I think the, I have seen them now. You mentioned pe- yeah. People will say, oh, they're they're – they're they're docile. Um, they won't bother unless you unless you're a cicada. But yeah, unless you're a cicada. <laughs> but a cicada kill uh, cicadas don't bother me. So yeah. I don't know why there needs to be a wasp specifically, you know, uh, there to kill them. So yeah. that's my most annoying bug. Face, what do you got? Well, actually, I wasn't sure if Mikey D was going to be here, and I don't have any personal experience with it. But I would, I would think they're. I mean, ticks. Oh, you know, because <laughs> sure. they carry Lyme disease, and yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just, you know. You want to just go out and enjoy nature, and you know they can mess up your life pretty pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's a good one, Mikey D. I'm gonna go with ants, the little freaking buggers that come and ruin your picnic. <laughs> We've been having problems in our kitchen with these ants, and we just can't seem to get rid of them. We've been trying like the holistic approach. Oh, I've got and, ant traps that'll say that'll change your life. Well, they say we used to have a, a pest company would come in and deal with that stuff, and they said don't put the traps out because it actually attracts them. So we've been kind of avoiding that, but I went. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm getting some spray, and it seems to be working. Good. I got the real, the real deal. I think it's helping. But Marilee came down one morning. She was the first one up, and I was kind of waking up, and I heard her say something like, "Oh man!" And it was like you know five thirty in the morning, and a few minutes later, it's raining. It was real stormy that day, and she sends a picture to all four of us, a text with the family like. Check this out. It was the butter dish that was on the counter oh. with like hundreds of ants in it. She took it outside in the rain and was like, I heard the hose cranking on it. She was out there like hosing down the butter dish. So full is, of ants. is that the holistic approach? Just kill them with butter? Yeah. Well, we were using like vinegar <laughs> and water. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't working. No, it wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. That's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer. Okay. Question two. Are there any good bugs that don't annoy you? Face. I... I don't have anything on this. I don't know. I don't know if any good bugs really off the top of my head. <laughs> I was stretching for something yeah. too. I don't know. Yeah. What about ladybugs? Oh yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with a ladybug, right? They just kind of float around. They crawl on you. They're supposed to be good luck, I think. And that, that's annoying, right? That's not annoying. My mother. It says if that, the question says that. Oh, that don't annoy you. Okay, that, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, ladybugs. Well, that is kind of annoying because they are just kind of cute. And so my mother-in-law used to live in this farmhouse that it was in infested with ladybugs really so you think they're real cute till you got like about seven thousand of them <laughs> <laughs> flying around <laughs> yeah i have to agree i i don't think i guess they are good bugs but i was going with honeybees oh yeah oh, yeah 
Yeah. They're in danger. No bees, no honey. Our whole system breaks down. No beer, no food. Exactly. Yeah. Worst bug bite you ever had, I'll go first. Crazy mosquito bite. Welted like a son of a gun. Itched for like a hundred years. It was (laughs) the worst. And it was only like one. It was on the arm, but it was like bad. Uh And uh, Big Mike, what do you got? Big Mike, sorry. I looked at the wrong mic. And then... A little misdirection. Big Mike. I don't... <laughs> Fake left, went right. That's one beer. In. I don't know if I have uh, a really bad uh, bug bite story other than just being like completely eaten alive when we were in Canada um, with mosquitoes. I mean, I was like yeah. 13 and still remember just being looking like someone from like the show Survivor. Yes. You know, um, just riddled with uh, mosquitoes. But I don't, I've never had like a, a severe bite by like a, say, cicada killer wasp. Yeah. Like that, so. Mikey D? Well, I got to go with the, the uh, tick that gave me Lyme disease. <laughs> yeah. I just finished my antibiotic, but... Uh, Prior to that, it wasn't really my own experience, but my sister, my younger sister, when she was just a toddler, we were at the beach, and somehow a mosquito got in the beach house, and it bit her like right on the eyelid, and her eye swelled up like this baseball. Oh, man. So this cute little girl with this big, (laughs) like she'd just gone around with Muhammad Ali, you know, but that was pretty nasty. Face, what do you got? Uh, I I guess we're, I'm assuming, I don't know Bees are actually bugs, but we're just going to call them bugs. Yeah, we're going to call them bugs, yeah. sure. So I do have a good story then. The bee? Yeah. So, yeah, so when I was a kid, my, uh, you know, my parents lived, you know, like, they're still in the same house I grew up in, at the, you know, on South Mountain. So it's just there, there's one more house above them, and that's just a dead end of the woods. So as kids, you know, we played cowboys and Indians, you know, military guys, army guys, whatever. So I was out there with a, with one of, the, one of the kids in the neighborhood, and we had like the, you know, walkie-talkies. You know, when you're a kid, you thought, you know, it seemed like we were like three miles apart. We were probably like 200 feet apart. <laughs> we couldn't see each other. So we were like, you sure. know, so we're talking on these things and I step on an underground beehive oh, and I didn't even realize what was going on at first, but that when everything started going down, like bees are, I'm just covered in All bees over. and the whole, the whole time I'm holding down the button on the walkie talkie, I'm screaming <laughs> yeah. bloody murder. <laughs> he, did, he, he, like I found out later, he runs home cause he doesn't know what to do. He's like least screaming about something. Well, I don't even know where he is. <laughs> I run home and I I'm covered in bees all in my hair all uh, over I'm just getting stung everywhere uh, so I run in my parents' house I run in right in the bathroom and I'm like put my head under the water and I'm and I'm screaming I'm crying I was like probably ten I'm like crying sure. screaming my mom comes in. they don't even know what I'm screaming about yeah. she comes in she starts whacking me with a dish towel to get <laughs> bees off me my dad the whole time never gets out of it he sees me come flying in the living room doesn't even get out of his chair he wouldn't see he's like. Get him out of the house. Get him out of the house. <laughs> so I had, I was literally covered in bee stings from like head to toe. Wow. Damn. So it was pretty rough. <laughs> that is crazy. Good thing you didn't have any allergy or something. No, I know. Yeah. Might not be here. No, I would, that was, that was probably, yeah, that was a death sentence. Yeah. Cause that happened another kid in the neighborhood stuck his hand in like a beehive in the rocks. And then we found out he was, yeah, like his hand blew up like a baseball yeah. mat. Yeah. You know, yeah. He had an allergic reaction. Yeah. Scary. Wow. Yeah. I was going to say killer bees. You know, yeah. and the whole story about the killer bees is they had them quarantined, I think, in Argentina or something down South America. And scientists left that little grate and the queen killer bee, they were just escaped 
No uh-huh. way. And then got out. Really? And then who followed were all the workers. Right. And then they started marching their way up. No kidding. This was years later. And then I remember, I think it was like eight to ten years ago. It was the first, they first found them in Texas because they came over the border. And there, like in like a huge field, the farmer would be um, mowing the grass or something. They, he's dead. He wow. Four or five stings from these killer bees kill you. Well, it's probably more than oh, we, we, didn't ha- we, didn't, we didn't have our wall up yet. That's how they got in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an electronic wall? Like the zapping thing? <laughs> it's a huge bug zapper wall. <laughs> so there you have it. The deadliest bugs. The technically, number one is mosquitoes. I, I did, I did you, my did research, research on that. On that. Yeah. Yeah. I did, yeah. Like the, in 2019, four, 420,000 people died of... Well, you know, it's all—it's the bacteria that carry. So yeah, yeah. they're yeah. responsible for, for malaria, yellow fever, Zika. Yeah, so they're by far the most deadliest. Yeah, I mean, they don't look—you know—they look like they don't look like anything much, but yeah, they're the worst by far. It said. Yep. Mm. All right. Next question: Best bug movie or cartoon, if you had any. Face, what do you got? Uh, I was—I was gonna—I was going between two yeah. animated movies. Sure. One was. Bugs Life, number one, and, awesome. Well, my, but that's oh. not, I, the one I went with was Ants. Oh yes. So that was a cool. That was a cool one too. Is like, and that was back. Like I think it came out like in the late eighties. Yeah. And you know nowadays, like all those animated stuff, it's it's like routine that they have like famous movie stars voicing everything. Yeah. yeah. But that wasn't like the big thing back then. So this yeah. was like one of the first. Like like Woody Allen was the, the 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 main character, Sylvester Stallone, Sharon Stone. Sure. Dan Aykroyd. So it was like cool that it was like all these famous people that were voicing the characters. And it was just like, yeah, it was about this worker bee dude who like wanted to be this worker ant who wanted to be more than a worker ant. Yeah. And he, yeah. you know, has a host for the queen who's Sharon Stone's voice. Sure. So sure. it's just a cool movie. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Big Mike, what do you got? Anything? You this probably weren't, a... you probably weren't born when that came out. I don't, I know. I was... <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I thought if I had something obscure, but I think I, as you're talking, Lee, I'm thinking, what about the fly? Oh, oh yeah. Jeff Goldblum. That was yeah. that was a good movie. That was a bizarre yeah. movie, right? That was yeah. bizarro. Yeah, um, and that was a remake. I think there was one in the fifties. Yeah, there yes. was, and then, yeah, and then yeah. they remade it after that. But yeah, you're yeah. right. And I think that was with uh, Gina D- and Gina yeah. Davis. They were they were a couple back right. then when they were filming that. I yeah, think. man, that kind of haunted me a little bit. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah, that was but, a little uh, freaky. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it, it left a it left a mark on me. Sure, there was a fly too, I believe. She gave birth to yeah. Something. Oh, that's right. That yeah, grew the baby yeah, yeah, kid yeah. grew forever. Yeah. Like I quick. Know. I never I, saw I, that. I don't know if it was a box office hit. I don't know if the Fly One required a second movie. <laughs> I mean, it, w- it was no Jurassic Park franchise. No, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Mikey D, what do you got? Uh, mine's a little bit of a stretch, but I'm going with the Spider-Man series. Oh, oh yeah. that's good. Spider-Man, like it. you know, it's got spiders in it. Yeah. yeah. Not like the spiders that, you know, radioactive. No, star I, attract or you know leading role but you know now it was was he was he just accidentally in the lab and he pushed the wrong button or yeah i guess that well he was on a tour with his class uh, school yeah. class at some lab, in a lab yeah. Okay. yeah and it was a loose depends. radioactive spider i think it depends which movie you yeah see that, that came down from the ceiling and bit him <laughs> yeah. on the back yeah that's my which favorite comic one movie. i think the original yeah. with toby mcguire yeah 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 I did choose A Bug's Life. I must have watched oh. it a hundred times with the boys. Oh uh, yeah, I watched both of those um, a lot with the boys. And that was, you know, 
he, he was Flick was not the smartest guy. No, in the right. Yeah, that was a good one. But he was an adventurer. Yeah. And that was kind of cool. So he was like the worker aunt. Yeah. But he was digging Princess Alita, whatever. Yeah. But some of the, like you said, some of the names in there that was like David Foley, Kevin Spacey, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Hayden Pen. Uh, yep. Phyllis Diller, <laughs> Richard uh, Kind. And then uh, the list goes on. Dennis Leary was yeah. in that. He was Hopper. <laughs> I yeah. think he was Hopper. But yeah, that was, you remember, like I said, that was like a big, that was a big deal back then. Yes. Because you never, I mean, when we watched animated, you never knew who the voices were. And it was yeah. never, like, that was this, that was like a part of the cell on the movie was who yeah. the voices were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the old Looney Tunes, it was Mel Blanc. He did all the voices. He did all of them. One yeah, guy. exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, is there a first famous person out, out there who annoys you like a bug? And please tell us why. <laughs> now, it could be, I guess, historian, but, you know, it could be a present guy. What do you got? Big Mike? Anybody? Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple people. <laughs> get, get comfortable. No. Uh, every one of the Kardashians. Oh, dude, you stole my answer. And, I, and anyone who's associated with them. Or, or, or actually, if we can even go back in time, maybe like the Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie. Oh, sure. Just like that yeah. genre of bad person yeah. who has and it's seemingly like, no skill. Why are they famous or, even? Or you know, it's like, yeah, right. yeah. Just because they have a lot of money. Yeah, no, they're just like the worst kind of people. And yeah. I think they're, they have such a negative influence on like the, the I don't know, the, the, the general public. Yep. Yeah, um, I agree. They these like weird standards of what happiness is and what wealth is. And God, they're just like, just if they're roaches, I would just... Spray. <laughs> and just they, spray the hell out of them, and I hope they listen to a podcast. And it's like and bug like bugs, they pop up everywhere. Sure, it's like right. get rid of them. Yeah, you can't get away from them. Get rid of them. God, it's whatever. What is that? The E Network. Whoever started. Yeah, the first person that thought of that. Well, yeah, whether it was Paris, whatever the first show was, that person should have been put down. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not going holistic on that. I am going full on bug bomb, yes. toxic, napalm. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Face. What do you have? <laughs> I really, I mean, I, there isn't anyone famous that I really even care enough to even put that much, like, <laughs> that even annoys sure. me, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely with Mike and you guys on, on all, but, uh, you know, the I don't even, you know, they're not even worth, like, I got Talking plenty about. of other things to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about Nick Cannon? I mean, he was dating I heard he's and got, married to he, Mariah Carey. He's got nine. He's got nine kids and, now, and, and he's he's on a vasectomy kids. commercial now. <laughs> I just saw. Him. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think he wronged Mariah Carey, who I think you are a big fan of. And so, I well, that's true. That okay, all right. Sure. Oh, I, Come yeah, on. I, I, I didn't pick up where you were going. All with that. Coming right, around Nick, now. Nick Cannon is officially on my shit list. <laughs> <laughs> if he tries to make baby number ten, he's getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey D, who do you have? Anybody? The Kardashians. You had them, yeah. I'm 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 echoing that. Yeah, sure. absolutely. You know, I don't want to. I'm not a big fan of Joe Rogan, but um, ab- above them are the two brothers that box. Uh, uh, Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Oh, that's a good one. Those two. Those and two are. What's a brother? So it's Jake. It's Logan Jake and Jake Paul. Paul. Yeah, I don't even know who they are. They're just. Um, they yeah. were like YouTube influencers, but did crazy stuff, hmm. and then 
they caused havoc all the, but had hundreds of hits and then they both decided to become boxers and i'm like yeah and yeah. They're, they're getting paid millions of dollars for this basically like these clown shows in a ring yeah. damn you know? but they're like pseudo boxing matches like so yeah. like Not they'll like box the someone UFC. who's like an mma fighter uh, or yeah. right like i don't know if they're or like somebody some guy retired from the nfl 14 years ago no, it's gotcha. not. It's all it's all it's PR all, stuff. Yeah. And, but it's just ridiculous the PR amount of money track. that you can generate. Yeah, they're, they're big guys. They're both big. They're, hey, both, they're big, both big they're guys. Both, yeah, they train and whatever. But you just look at it. There's probably a lot of boxers like in the gyms and around that are just waiting for the one shot. I think you know it would be awesome if I mean I've seen pictures of them recently, but any idiot who wants to like do that to make money and just like rip people off, yeah, they should have to. They should at least have to. They should have to get the ring with twenty-two-year-old Mike Tyson. Oh, and then sure. if you can do that, then you can go and be, you know, go make as much money as you want. Actually, I got a better one because I saw a clip, and he doesn't fight anymore. But Butterbean, Butterball. Oh, oh did yeah. you see that when Mike Tyson came up behind him? Yeah, that's like that's like a running series. Like they they get they interview people that like kind of want to like shit talk Mike Tyson, and he comes walking out behind him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you could, if if the Paul brothers could get through Butterbean. Okay, all right. Butterball. Butterbean is his name? Butterbean. It was Butterbean, yeah. yeah. Then you get the next fight, I guess. I don't know. So, (laughs) well, there you have it. All about the bugs. And now that brings us into the music uh, where we're going to start talking. And we are all friends here. And we get along (laughs) (laughs) with a little help from our friends, right? We're going to talk about the Beatles. There's a beetle is a bug. And this is our musical genre movement into it and so let's let's just let's just round robin talk about the beatles i was never a big beatles fan i think in the 70s and 80s i kind of grew into them i was more of a mccartney fan than anybody but i liked them as a whole group yeah um because you always heard them on the radio oh yeah so and I know Mikey D. You're, they were like the benchmark by which everybody else was measured. I yeah. feel like. I mean, yeah. they just yeah. set yeah. the bar high. Yeah. Yeah, and they had something for everyone, right? Like they had like yep. these long, dramatic Eleanor Rigby songs or something. It's, I remember Nike introduced me to Instant Karma, right? Mm. That yep. commercial. Remember that commercial? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like uh, Twisted Shout, which isn't really the the Beatles, but um, like I was just they were everywhere, and so. There was something for everyone. They were a little harder. Sometimes they wanted like the weird psychedelic phases. Um, yeah. There was something for everyone. Face? That's true. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I remember my, like my dad never talked to me about anything really, but I mean, he'll tie into who my, why my, who my favorite Beatle, Beatle is. But yeah, but he used to like, you know, I don't know about it. I don't know if it was a comparison back then or now. Like either people who seem like they like Elvis or the Beatles or, yeah. you know, and my dad, like for whatever reason, didn't. Couldn't stand Elvis. So he was a Beatles <laughs> fan for, I don't know, maybe just for that reason. I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. It's always the Beatles versus the Stones was sort of the. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Sort of I mean, yeah, that's what I thought too, but I don't know where Elvis came in. Mm-hmm. in the, I don't know. In, I've actually never heard anyone say it's either Beatles or Elvis. Well, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, yeah, it's a <laughs> sure. group. But yeah, I, in my house, that's, that's you know. That's the comparison. Yeah. Huh. It so, was anyway. So they hit the scene. They were bigger than life and they toured. But then they stopped touring. The whole, the whole. I've seen a couple of videos on it. Back then, the sound systems were terrible, and you talk to them now, or in interviews, they were like, "We couldn't hear each other. We mm-hmm. just, we just went with it." Yeah. And so it's. I I even thought about that on the way here. I was like, "Well, okay, 
a lot of other bands just kept touring, even if they were small places. But these guys then just hunkered down in the studio and put out incredible music, which they could because they were making money off their songs. Right. Um, and listen, if you could do, if you spend a lot of time in the studio, you can make something special, right? Right, yeah. Big Mike. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the Get Back uh, documentary? Yeah. No, uh, I have yeah. not. I've been yeah, here. I, I need to see it. Yeah, me too. You, you, it's interesting because it shows. Um, I've heard good things. You know, they're, they're basically setting up for like with this one big gig, the famous gig on yeah, top of. on the rooftop, right? On the rooftop, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's so slow. Really? Like it just—it's kind of a window into what the world was like back then. Uh, you know, like this, they just wouldn't show up. Like John would just be there, or he wouldn't, <laughs> and they would just be waiting around. There were no cell phones. Yeah, right. No right. one was calling him. Right. Like he just showed up, like three hours later than everyone else, or seven hours later. Yeah, with Yoko um, in tow. With Yoko in tow, <laughs> and so that was another interesting thing to watch them, like the dynamic, because Yoko. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about her. She was like a total pain in the ass. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so imagine us in a band just playing, you know, doing our thing, being yeah. the Beatles. And then Yoko, like, you know, your girlfriend, who we all may or may not like, just sitting like two, two feet, feet away. from you. Yeah. yeah. And just like kind of like staring at all of us <laughs> and providing input I, I, and like making yeah. sound as we're making music. It, it was. Uh, I thought Mike was going to go down a dangerous road. I thought he was going to go, well, who? Well, whose significant other is, is, is would be Yo- the Yoko in the group? <laughs> no, 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 there, are no, there are no Yokos here. This, no. Is Big Mike, this is Big Mike's last podcast. <laughs> no, 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 there are no Yokos. I think was, she's was, a one and only. It, Yoko is a one and only. It was, a, it was an interesting thing to watch. Sure, sure. So uh, yeah, favorite Beatle and why? We'll go, we'll go right back to face. Favorite Beatle? Well, I think I, well, I told you guys when we were disc golfing today. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we had a, a, a Springer Spaniel went from like, ages from i was like two to ten and his name was ringo i nice. mean i didn't i just thought it was like a funny weird name for <laughs> yeah. a pet i was like that's cool <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure you know it wasn't until i was probably like seven or eight years old that you know figured i figured it out yeah i figured it out and that's awesome yeah so you know he, and you know and ringo was like well he definitely wasn't the face of the band he was not not a good looking dude <laughs> you know but he used to, <laughs> yep, yep. pretty cool <laughs> but he could play the drums yeah, that's yeah. for sure yep big mike I'll go back oh, yeah. to the documentary. The documentary is interesting because I always like had, I don't know, like a lower opinion of Ringo. He was kind of a weird dude. Yeah. Um, but he was, I thought, the most likable. Um, oh, yeah. In the documentary. In the documentary. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah where, whereas John and Paul were kind of divas and kind of difficult to work with. Yeah. He was like, just tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, cool. But my favorite Beatle is, it's got to be Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got this like songwriting ability and during the documentary I got this sort of insight into who he was and he's just kind of this goofy dude um, who just loves doing what he's what he's doing and it, it was interesting to see his songwriting process and how like silly and stupid it was and seeing like what Let It Be was before it was Let It Be and mm-hmm. how he was kind of working those things out it was just you got an insight into like uh, what type of person how his mind works sure um, I really appreciated that Awesome. Mikey D? Yeah, I, I probably got to say it's Paul also. Yeah. Um, I've kind of gone through almost all the Beatles except for Ringo being my favorite. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Not See, for any particular reason. Yeah. I, I like Ringo. I just, yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of find them all kind of intriguing and attractive at different times in my life. But yeah. I, I yeah. always kind of keep coming back to Paul. And we, um, we were fortunate enough to see Paul in Las Vegas a couple of years ago live, and that was pretty amazing just to see him, you know, 70-something or however yeah, old he on is. on stage, yeah. Still on stage, commanding the crowd and, and the band, and 
He's still got it, man. I mean, yeah. he's just amazing. Just a talented did, musician. Did you see? Do you see? He, you know, he played for his 80th in New York, I guess, yeah. not too long yeah. ago. Yeah. And like Springsteen showed up. Yeah. Bon Jovi was there. They, that must have been like a crazy show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm. I'm with you guys. I was a toss up between Harrison and and Paul, but um, I just love. And when we were just golfing today, um, um, the bass line in uh, in Paperback Writer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I want to play just like you. So, yeah. um, and you listen, he, him and Bringo are the only two around uh, left. But um, you know, he, I think through the years with all the hairstyles, he looked the best with the, like when John grew the beard. I was like, yeah, yeah. he looked better. But I thought Paul looked better with a beard. Uh, with everybody, but yeah. Did you guys I, see uh, McCartney three two one documentary? No. That's really good. If you're a Paul McCartney fan, I I forget what what um, streaming service it's on, but it's this like four or five part series of this this guy who's like this music aficionado, and he he basically sits down with Paul McCartney. And they talk about things, and they flash back to certain things, and he just kind of talks about how he developed the songs, kind of like you're saying in the get back thing. Yeah. But it's yeah. just it's just really cool. Cool, like hanging out with Paul McCartney for you know a couple yeah. hours. Yep. So, cool yep. Yeah, it was good. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, it was definitely cool. Listen, I don't even mean to keep putting him on the pedestal, but I think uh, in the I think I sent this to the podcast crew. I went down a a Paul Mc, a, a Wings rabbit hole, and they throw some of his demo stuff out there. And it it would he was doing it after the Beatles, just on a piano, uh, playing that stuff. So. All right, favorite Beatles song and why? I'll go first. Uh, I am a big fan of Get Back. And like you said, it's a culmination of, of the movie. and yeah. going on there. Um, But it's like a train. It's just the train starts and just doesn't get off the gas pedal until yeah. the end of that show. Uh-huh. Uh, so... And uh, I just, even that little that, that we just missed that little guitar. Bing, bing, bing. So uh, so that's mine. Get back from uh, from them. Uh, face you have. Oh, this is from the. Uh, this is from the. Um, I forgot how about it. Yeah, I I I I have to say this probably is not my personal favorite Beatles song, but just the mem- like what it signifies is. Sure. So, this is probably like gotta be five me five years ago or so so we it was when you know mel and i were going through our divorce and we you know my parents always got a place at the beach you know for like a week or whatever so i you know my parents went my brother was still around his family and i don't remember why but for some reason sam didn't go like we were going through stuff and i think sam wanted to stay with his mom so just so just max and i went and he had this cool friend that lived yeah max yeah i guess max was probably like in 10th 11th grade uh, and his but this kid gave him a cool like his parents were cool and they, like brought this kid up right he was like into like 60s 70s 80s music yeah and Mac, and this kid gave Max uh, like a playlist before he left to take to the beach and it was all just like cool music oh. not like the stuff they were listening to at the time sure and yeah you know, so it had a lot of old stuff on it and for what for whatever reason Max was real so every the, we did the same thing every day we'd go to the beach all day we'd come back we'd have a dysfunctional dinner at the house with my family <laughs> and then max and i would just hop in the car as soon as possible and we played we played miniature we played like 14 rounds of miniature golf in a week nice but the first song we listened to we got in the car was let it be it was just like wow. and we just like kind of like chill out and he would be singing at the top of his lungs sure and it was just a really really cool week oh that's awesome yeah. and uh big mike 
Yeah, that song is like a warm hug. Right, exactly. Then that's what we needed after, like, yeah. after like dinner with my with my, my family. That's everyone needs a warm hug. Yeah. <laughs> I went with Blackbird. Yeah. Uh, because uh, it's kind of like Let It Be. It's it's a little bit like a lullaby. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I heard uh, Paul McCartney talk about how it came to be. He he and his friend. Forget which uh, one of his friends when they were in school learned a piece of like box music on the guitar just to be fancy, and it, it sounded similar to Blackbird, um, the, the chords and the voicings, and so it was kind of like the first version of Blackbird um, that he kind of messed around with with his fingers, um, and that's how it was born to be. And then he just kind of plugged the the, the, the words in, and um, it's like this masterpiece. Wow! Mm-hmm. And it's like this, it's like this. It's like this perfect piece of guitar. Yes. Right. Everything about it is just like very simple and just beautifully put yeah. together. I, um, I agree. That's one of my tops with the foot tapping. Yeah. Yep. The percussion. And yeah, I like it. There's a, uh, the Luminaries do a, a cover of Into the Mystic. Really? And at the end oh, of nice. that song, they, they, they do a, a Blackbird. Oh, cool. And the guy on the uh, violin just rips it to pieces. Uh, really, it's like a nine-minute uh, song. Yeah, I, to- I, t- I told you guys, my nephew played played in the band with them in high school. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, my nephew was in. A, they're from Jersey. Really, he was in a band with them, and his dad told him like, that, you know, you're not you're not playing in the band. You're going to college. That's oh, ridiculous. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Justin's a great kid. He's done very well for himself, yeah. but he's yeah. not an Illumineer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And uh, Mikey D. I struggled a little bit with this. I mean, it's tough to pick a favorite Beatles song, yes. I feel like. But I went with um, Taxman. Oh, yeah. Um, so I just kind of, I don't know, it's always one of those songs that kind of has a good beat. kind of pick Uplifting, me, yeah, kind pick of me a, up. But it's kind of got a, you know, stick it to the man kind of message. Sure. Um, and I, I did a little research about it, and apparently they were the Beatles were paying like 90% of their earnings went to the tax. So oh, wow. you can see why they wrote a song. I mean, wow. 90%. Holy geez. cow. Yeah. The other interesting fact I found that I didn't realize was Paul McCartney actually played the guitar solo on that song, which is kind of weird because George Harrison wrote the song and he's the lead guitarist, but for some reason Paul played the wow. lead on that song. Hmm. So Yeah, well, if you watch the Just, documentary, you'll see that Paul kind of... <laughs> oh, Paul, he, t- Paul was, he was like this quiet sort of... Do it like this. Force, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I could see definitely that. Definitely type A guy. I could see that. Best cover song of a Beatles song. Face, we have you. Yeah, and again, I don't. I just kind of Googled best covers, and one of one of our listeners. I think this is one of her favorite singers. Sure. So I just kind of. So I Simone, saw that, yeah. and I went. I went with this. Yep. Yeah, this is a good song. This is a good song. Yeah. I have that. There, I mean, that. there were a lot to choose. There's a oh. ton to choose from. But when yeah, I yeah, for yeah. sure. Yep. Nina Simone's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Big Mike. When I was trying to find this, this was from the Marvels movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, come together, Gary Clark Jr. Yeah, he's he's sling he plays an SG and he kind of slings it down low. Yep. He's just got this attitude. It's like I'm gonna <laughs> kick your ass with this guitar. Sure. Yeah. He does, and this song is a good example of that. You type that song in YouTube, you'll get the official trailer movie with the soundtrack. Then you'll get him live a hundred different. Oh, he right. did this on Cirrus Live with his band. He did it on Howard Stern. Howard That's where I heard Stern. It first. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. That was awesome. Which Marvel yeah. movie? I I I know Some it was Marvel, in one of them. Yeah, I can't remember. Avengers. Uh, no, the boys are, are, are yep. going to that yep. stuff pretty good, but Mikey D, what do you have? 
I was going with uh, Joe Cocker. Yes. If yeah. I was a little help with my friends. I mean, it's just the classic, yeah. you know. I, every time I think, hear that song, I also think about John Belushi on oh. Saturday Night Live oh, acting yeah. like Joe Cocker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I think in the Wonder Years. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for Good sure. Memories. Yeah, I heard, like, like, Joe Cocker didn't know that was going to happen, and he was put off by it, I heard. What's that, the Belushi when, thing? When Belushi oh, came really? out. Yeah. And he went through the whole song, but he was pissed off at the end <laughs> because he was like, I'm singing my song, and <laughs> Belushi did it. That's it. Mine is um, uh, Don't Let Me Down by uh, Marcia Griffith. It's a reggae version. Nice. And... To hear it's from your Spotify rabbit hole. Spotify <laughs> rabbit hole. And to hear a woman sing this, it's because usually, it, and it's that you now she has a crisp, nice Jamaican nice. voice. And, yeah. uh, it's a great song because you can hear, you can hear some horns in there, but you hear that hi hat drum and it's snap. It's like the typical early Jamaican music. It's that snap. Yeah. Where, uh, but uh, but that was my favorite so uh, so we're going to the time missing question where we're taking the Beatles on a trip, the whole band, and they are going to get along. Like, <laughs> it's like the best day they've ever had, and they jump in our time machine. Where do we go? And we're allowed to go pick up one other musician. Big Mike, you're going to go last. <laughs> <laughs> Face, we got the whole Beatles, and all the Beatles are in there. Okay, well, this is going to be one long day then, because I was thinking, you know, as a tribute to you guys anyway, it would be a cross-country camper trip. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like it. And just the Beatles would see all the great American uh, nice. places to see. And uh, as far as musicians we would take, we would take, I'm assuming that, you know, all of us wouldn't be on this trip, but we, I would swing by and pick up our traitorous podcast member who's not going to be on our float this year. Oh, Mike Morrow, oh, 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 no. <laughs> who fancies himself a musician, and we like, we'll, we'll let the Beatles decide that <laughs> for a cross country trip. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That <laughs> You're doing this wrong, man. Mikey D, who do you have? We get the Beatles. They're in the time machine. Where we're we going, and who are we picking up? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure who we're picking up. Um, you know what? I think we're going to stop and we're going to pick up the Rolling Stones because, oh, you know, man. the sure. Beatles and the Stones together. And then sure. we're going to go to Woodstock Oh, because like neither it. one of them played Woodstock. And sure. it's like it's known as like the concert of all concerts. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That would have just That's taken cool. away over the top. Yeah. That's a good idea. I'm going to go next. <laughs> I'm going to say big traitors left. Your sleeve, huh? <laughs> no. So we pile the Beatles in and... We're going to Stonehenge again, yes. <laughs> but we swing by Hate Ashbury and pick up Jerry, yeah. and we we just get to Stonehenge and look, all the music, all the uh, instruments are out there, and Jerry brought a little Kool Aid, <laughs> <laughs> and it just happened to be two days ago on summer solstice where that sun rises and all the. I don't want to call them freaks, but they all come out. <laughs> Enthusiasts. <are> Enthusiasts. <laughs> and we put on one hell of a crazy show. Nice. So that's fine. That's fine. Big Mike, who are we coming? Who? They're in the time machine. Who are we picking up and where are we going? You know what? I'm not going to go with Keith Richards. Oh, like, <laughs> what? Nope. I'm not. We're moving on. But we are going to go to Jamaica. Nice. Which is, I've, so I've been inspired by this, this 
playlist you guys shared with me. I've been listening to it like almost nonstop. Oh, that Jamaican cover list? The reggae cover list? Yeah, <laughs> some of them are hits, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some of them are misses. But like, yep. a lot of them are hits. And so um, you get these four guys in Jamaica. Figure Keith Richards is already there. Sure. Because um, he like lives part-time in Jamaica. <laughs> and you pick up uh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh. Um, and Paul McCartney tells a story. Is Paul McCartney? Yeah, I think it was him who told a story about how like two days after Sgt. Pepper's was released, he and Eric Clapton and like Jeff Beck are like in this, they, they kind of, they, they show up at this little tiny club in England uh, to watch Jimi Hendrix play this new like rousing guitarist everyone's talking about. And he starts playing two days after it was released. So this isn't like YouTube where like you can get like released or he has the uh, album. He starts playing Sgt. Pepper's like he covers it. Two days after the album was released. Wow! Um, and so he was a he was a, a Beatles enthusiast, and it'd be fun to have him in Jamaica. Oh wow, that's awesome! Sure. Yes. Nice. I'm telling you, if we could only really, if we really only had a time machine, yeah, <laughs> I'd be so so happy. Well, gents, there we go. We have it in the books. This is episode thirty-eight. 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 Wow. wow. We should. We almost, should do almost my age. We should. I know. We should do something special for forty. Yeah, for sure. Um, we should all drink forties. Oh, there yes. you go. I'm on it. That's a horrible. We'll idea. just call it the forty episode. <laughs> do do sit the citrus come in a forty? No. no, no. no? Can you imagine? <laughs> We'd have to do it on a Friday night. <laughs> that could be dangerous. Oh, I hear you. Well, there you have it. Matt Bolton in the background. Everybody, this is a shorter episode, but it, it's quick. Uh, get ready for the next episode because we're going to talk about trucks. Oh, mm. <laughs> Songs with trucks. Monster trucks. <laughs> and then if you're grateful about bands that have truck songs, <laughs> and we're going to push this out. And Dennis better be here because we're going to be talking about the Grateful Dead the next time. <laughs> so, uh, so there you have it. So thanks again, everybody. Listen to us. We are on uh, Podmatic. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify. We also have a second new timeout with Patty C., that's where all our episodes are going because we're, we have no sponsor, so I have to cut back on Pod Nine. But we don't want to get rid of them because we actually, technically, we next episode is thirty nine, but it's really one less because remember the lost we lost thirteen. The lost episode. <laughs> all right, thanks again. Uh, face say goodbye. Uh, peace and love. Peace and love. I like it. I like it. Big Mike. Good night, everyone. Mikey D. Take care, everybody. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Time out with Patty C. Subscribe, watch our show notes, enjoy some Matt Bolton, and hope to see you next time. The darkest evening.